What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. I'm your host, Tyler Walgie, professional better since 2017. Here every single day of the week to help make your sports betting experience more profitable. It's a brand new podcast. We're actually launching things today on November 10th, and it's been a process. We've been trying to get this thing going now for a couple weeks. I don't know if it was because the name had sports betting in it. I'm not exactly sure why it took longer than normal, but we're here, ready to go, and uh, hit the ground running. We are uh, continuing, essentially, an old podcast that I used to do called the Sharp Angle Podcast. I'm sure a lot of the audience is coming over from there. So if you did used to listen to the Sharp Angle we may repeat a couple topics, you know, a couple conceptual things here or there, but it's all meant to educate, help you guys learn a little bit more. And uh, th- this podcast is meant for anyone. So if you just started sports betting and you just, you're a beginner, that's great. We'll have days for you. If you've been doing this, you know, betting sports for 20 years and you're a pro and, and you know a lot about it, great. We'll have episodes for you as well. If you want to learn more about the show, check out our trailer posted uh, wherever you're listening to this show, and we'll kind of explain more what you can expect on a day-by-day basis. But like I said, we're getting going today. Our first official podcast is Wednesday, November 10th. Happy Wednesday out there. And uh, every Wednesday on the show, we're going to do conceptual ideas for advanced learners now or advanced uh, sports bettors. Uh, Now, Tuesdays, again, I'm not going to go through every day. Tuesdays are going to be conceptual shows for beginners. So if you know someone who's just starting off or you yourself, you're you're brand new at sports betting, listen on Tuesdays specifically. Those days will be geared for beginners. But Wednesdays, same kind of idea, conceptual things, more teaching, more education. Uh, But Wednesdays will be a little bit more advanced. So today we'll talk about predictions, subscriptions, what it takes to really come up with good, efficient predictions in your handicapping process. First things first, special thanks to Better Edge, an amazing sponsor of the show. We highly recommend everyone listening, go sign up and start betting with Better Edge. Why? Why would we recommend everyone listening, drop what you're doing, go sign up with Better Edge? It's because everyone from pros to amateurs can immediately start making a lot more money by betting with Better Edge. And the reason is they don't charge a VIG. That's right, VIG free betting. It's real, it exists. All you got to do, sign up at betteredge.com. B E T T O R, like sports better, betteredge.com. Now, the way they can do this, not charge a VIG, Better Edge is technically not a sports book. Okay, that's how they can operate legally in places like California and other states where you can't even bet yet. So that's the cool thing. You can legally bet on sports with betteredge.com and a lot of places where you can't already. Now, they do this because they're technically not a sports book, they're a social platform where you can make sports bets. So the cool thing about that is you can make a profile, follow your friends. It's fun, interactive, all while being able to bet VIG free. It's awesome. I highly recommend everyone sign up. And when you do sign up, use promo code SHARP. That'll get you $10 free in your account and let them know that you heard about them right here on Sports Betting Daily. BetterEdge.com, promo code SHARP. Also want to thank the bookie, online thebookie.co. Uh, The Bookie, your sharp sports betting friend that sends you an email each day full of free picks, tips, tools, and strategies you need for the day's game. Check them out online, thebookie.co. 
All right, so let's get to it. Uh, today, we're going to talk about what it takes to make good predictions. Because as you know, and, and, and again, today is the first show, so I, we may have some carryover audience, you know, some people just listening, tuning in, who maybe listen to my old podcast, The Sharp Angle. That's fine. But uh, remember, Wednesdays are a little bit more advanced uh, topics. So I'm going to make some assumptions on Wednesdays. I'm going to assume everyone understands the basics of sports betting. And if you do understand the basics, uh, the basics of sports betting, you understand that to make a sports bet, to make a winning, profitable sports bet, it's actually a rather simple process. Well, once you're all said and done with the math, the process is, do our projections give us value based on what the market is charging, right? If the market's charging minus 110, which equals 52.38%, and we think something has a 55% chance of winning, we have a couple percentage edge over the house. That's a profitable bet. But the main thing in that whole process is, how did we come up with our number? How do we think something has a 55% chance to happen when the market thinks it has a 52.4% chance to happen? That's the key. That's what so many people struggle with because that's the essence of sports betting. Once you get that down, you can bet on sports. The only downside is it's so much easier said than done. This is the tough part. This is why I, and for those who don't know, for those who are new to me in this podcast and Woo's Media, uh, that's why I went back to school at age 29 and decided to learn data science. Okay, I'm now about to start my second stint in, in college. I first went to DU a couple years ago. Uh, and then I'm going back to school to actually MIT here starting late November to continue my data science journey. I'm going to learn more about machine learning and, and, and AI, things like that. But regardless, that, that's what it took for me to get to the point where I can make very strong predictions and feel good about them. I had to learn how to program computers. So this is not like you can listen to one podcast, even this podcast, and it's like, oh, okay, I listened to a show. Now I can win money betting sports. My point that I'm going to make throughout this entire podcast and not just today's show, but the life of, of the podcast for the next couple of years is winning, winning betting sports is so goddamn hard. It is so difficult. That's why roughly... One in 200,000 people can do this effectively, long-term, profitably. Okay, that's about, uh, what is it, about five in a million? Okay, that's, that's how many people can do this proficiently and profitably long-term. So it's not like, okay, hey, Sports Betting Daily, I found a professional, let's, let's listen to him and now we can win, win money betting sports. That's not how any of this works. And if you follow people, either on podcasts or radio or TV or Twitter, especially Twitter, that's a dangerous place to get picks. If anyone makes it seem like it's easy, like all you have to do is follow them and you're going to get rich or anything like that, that's a good sign, right? It's a red flag that you're dealing with a either a scam artist or I think more common is just people really with good intentions who don't know what the hell they're talking about. This happens way too often. I even have friends who they have a good weekend, a good month, a good season betting sports, and they think they can sell picks on Twitter. It's like, well, okay, go for it. And they end up losing a lot of people, a lot of money. So that's kind of a theme I'm going to repeat all the time on here. It's so much easier said than done doing this. So for today, we're not going to talk about how to come up with that 55%. We'll do that maybe in the future or maybe how to get Look, I'm not going to teach you guys how to program computers. That's what it takes, in my opinion. But today, I want to talk about what not to do, because I think a lot of people out there think it's as easy as potentially buying a subscription to a very advanced website and then using that to bet sports. Uh, and I'm here today to say, 
that's a shortcut. You're never going to win that way, even though some websites will, th- will make you think that you can win that way. So let's start, let's start by talking about public predictions, because we are in an era where predictions are available almost anywhere. You can go to, I mean, I can name probably right now 30 or 40 websites where you can sign up, either pay a subscription or find it for free, analytics and data that you can use to, quote, bet on these games. So there's a ton of websites and a ton of places out there for you to buy information or get it for free. Now, let's start off with the free information. Everywhere out there that offers free information, like 538.com, that's an example. You guys can check it out yourself, 538.com. And you have to spell it out. The It's not the numbers. It's actually written out. But they have predictions, okay? And I know a lot of people who bet based on 538's predictions. But this is not what you want to do. Betting with public information, especially free public information, is a horrible route to go down. Because once information's out there, subscription-based or free, you can bet that the sportsbooks will have inform- will have access to it, okay? The sportsbooks collect all of the information they can find, paid information, free information, everything. So pretty much everything we have access to publicly, the sportsbooks also have access to. And by definition, information is the name of the game. Information is everything in sports betting. So if you have the exact same information as a sports book, then it comes down to how we evaluate that information. But if you think you can evaluate information better than a sports book over the long run, be my guest. That's very, very difficult to do. That's not what I try and do. That's not how I try and beat sports. But that's how you have to try and be sports if you bet with public information. So free public info is horrible. I mean, it's out there probably for a reason being free. Now, paid public information is a little bit different, right? We can think of Pro Football Focus as a paid public subscription where if you pay, you have access to pretty good analytics. Uh, Ken Palm in college basketball, right? K-E-N-P-O-M, Ken Pomeroy's stats. You can pay a very cheap, it's like a dollar a month subscription to have access to Ken Palm. Now, while paid subscriptions are going to be more valuable simply because there's not enough people willing to pay to make it a a thing, or I guess another way of saying it is many more people will go to the free side of things rather than pay a subscription. So just based on that, the priced or the the paid subscription stuff is going to be a little more valuable, but still, I promise you a thousand percent sportsbooks also have access to this information. So if you're going to bet with information, it's very difficult to do. You have to find ways of either getting your own information or like I do, residing betting sports or residing in areas where sports books simply don't care as much. Now, this is a topic for a different day, very different, you know, completely different topic. But quickly, I bet hockey and soccer primarily because those are soft markets. Sports books don't care a lot because they don't get a lot of action in those sports. Sportsbooks care about the NFL because they get millions of dollars bet per game. So if they are off on those games, they get they they get punished. If they're off on a Dallas Stars game, no one's really punishing books and making it hurt that bad. That's why they don't care. They don't have enough manpower. They don't have enough hours in the day to accurately handicap all of those different sports and all those different games. So keep that in mind. That's why I reside in those sports is because I know information is way too public in the NFL for me to consistently beat the NFL. I understand that. You can't have an ego if you're going to bet sports. That's so important. So back to the information, that's why it's difficult. You have to 
team up with people. You have to find ways, find ways to work with people who have their own information, who have ways of accessing information that isn't available out there. I mean, I personally go as far as making my own statistics. You know how they have all these advanced stats in baseball and in, in football, things like that. I make my own advanced statistics purely from scratch in hockey and baseball, or in, excuse me, in hockey and soccer. So that's what it takes to get the edge, a real edge over a sports book. You have to have access to things that's not available publicly. Now, this actually, I came across this early in my career. When I, when I first realized, or actually before I first realized that I had to take everything in my own hands and take control of my future and go learn how to program computers and, how to, and learn how to be a data scientist, before that happened, I was calling around seeing if someone would be able to build a database for me, would be able to help program things for me. And the one thing I was told over and over and over is, well, first of all, it's really expensive. You know, it's like ten dollars to $15,000 for someone to do that for you. But they all said the same thing to me, which was, hey, when this is done and it's up and running and you have a profitable way of betting hockey, just charge a monthly subscription and have everyone else pay you back. That's how you can make this money back is charge a subscription and have people access your model. And I laughed and I laughed and I thought that was the funniest thing in the fucking world. And the reason is because anyone out there who really has won money betting sports knows that once you crack the code, which is (laughs) nearly impossible to do, okay? Once you crack the code and you have a way of accurately predicting what's going to happen in any given game, I can only speak for myself. I would never in a billion years let anyone else have access to that. I don't even let my friends or family (laughs) see what I use because it's so near and dear to my heart. It's proprietary. I worked my ass off for months, if not years, to get where I am now. I'm just going to charge 15 bucks a month and start. No, for several reasons. The first of which being I worked way too hard to let anyone else use my system. But really, the more tangible, practical reason is because if any everyone out there, at least who pays for my pays a subscription to use my model, has extra has access to what I use, they can now affect the market and move the market potentially before I can. Okay? If I'm betting with my numbers and I trust my numbers and no one else in the world has access to them, I can maybe be five, ten minutes late to the website, five, ten minutes late to the window, and it's not gonna punish me that much. But if fifty thousand people, or let's be realistic here, if 5,000 people have access to my model and I'm five, 10 minutes late to a game, all the value could be gone. So that's why you don't want people to have access to what you use if you're really a winning sports better is because if they can beat you to the punch, you're going to lose money. Timing is everything in betting sports. So if you don't get to the game and you like the LA Lakers or, you know, minus three and the books have them at minus two and a half. It's like, great, let's make it a two and a half. Okay. But if by the time you get to the window, the line has moved from two and a half to four and a half. Now you don't have a play. That's my point is timing is everything. You've got to get your, your bets down in a timely fashion. And if you're selling your information out there, everyone else has access to that. They're going to beat you to the line moves. They're going to beat you with your own info. So it's never a good idea to put that valuable of information out there online. That's why I'm always skeptical. Paid information or public free information, I'm skeptical of all of it. So 
that's my main takeaway today. If you think it's as easy as signing up for a subscription or even multiple subscriptions and win betting sports that way, you are going to be sadly mistaken and you're going to lose a lot of money learning that lesson. You cannot, you can not pay any amount of money and buy your way into being a winning sports better. And this includes buying picks. There are so many hacks out there who sell picks, whether it's on Twitter or some websites, whatever. If you think you can just pay someone to give you your sports bets to make and win money that way, again, you're going to be mistaken. There is no shortcut to betting sports. There is no shortcut to making money doing this. It's just like any other job. You want to be a doctor, go to school, find out how to do it. You want to be a lawyer, find, go to school, find out how to do it. In my opinion, if you want to be a sports better, go to school, find out how to do it. The thing where we all, or a lot of us mess up, is it sports? Hey, it's sports. I know basketball, I know football, of course. I've grown up playing sports. I'm a huge sports fan. None of you win. <laughs> no one who thinks like that and approaches like, like that wins. No one. Okay, it's not as easy as just paying a subscription and thinking you can win. And I'll leave you today with this. In college basketball, there is a very, very popular subscription service that I talked about earlier called Ken Palm, K-E-N-P-O-M.com. Dirty little secret about sports betting and the market and how they make lines in college basketball. College basketball, and this was... This was proven and made real in public a couple weeks ago on a radio show. Uh, I think it was, uh, I forget exactly which book in Vegas, but it was a very higher up book in Vegas. Their sports book director was on and he's talking about, hey, honestly, most sports books use Ken Palm to get their numbers. Okay. So let's just think about this for a second. If the market is using Ken Palm to make their numbers, or at least let's say 80 to 90% of their numbers, which is true. If the market's using Ken Palm to make their numbers and you have a Ken Palm subscription and that's how you handicap, you do realize that there's inherently no edge. You're working with the exact same information that the sportsbooks have. The only difference is the sportsbooks have models and algorithms and, and ways to go back and look the last year, two years, four years, five years, seven years, 10 years, and see how all of this information matters compared to you who may open up your Ken Palm subscription and just start scrolling. And oh, who's playing? Okay, let's see where they rank. What's their offensive efficiency? Okay, how many players do they have in the top 100? You can do all of that, but you're going to waste your time betting on college basketball by simply using Ken Palm. And this is a problem. I know so many people, I even know friends of mine, who will sit and spend hours prepping, handicapping college basketball or anything with a paid subscription, thinking they've got an inside edge. Thinking that because you paid 15 bucks a month, you have access to this data, now I can win. It's not that easy. It will never be that easy. And yes, Ken Palm provides the market with their numbers. So if you're going to bet college basketball, sure, have a subscription to Ken Palm. That's good. That may even help you understand how they're operating, but you're going to have to do more than that. You're going to have to find ways to access information outside of the major public known ways of, of doing so. So, you know, that's just, I think that Ken Palm thing surprised a lot of people. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ken Palm pretty much provides the market with the numbers and I use Ken Palm to get my numbers? Well, then how can you ever disagree, right? Then it, then it goes back to the mistakes we made when we first started betting sports, which is betting on hunches and ideas and little you know, non-profitable things here or there. Oh, well, you know, UCLA looked really bad. Well, the numbers say this. Well, 
That's the thing. The numbers mean something. Ken Palm numbers mean something. When the market's using the same thing, you have to find other ways to do your work. Moral of the story today, you can't pay any amount in the world and suddenly have a shortcut to winning money betting sports. All right, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.